You're listening to the More and Better Disciples podcast, a resource to equip the church to make more and better disciples for Jesus Christ. Let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode five of the More and Better Disciples podcast. I'm your host, Keith Caps, here with Phil Kramer, lead pastor of Crossgate Church in Hot Springs, Arkansas. How's it going, Phil? What's up, Keith? I hope you've had a great weekend. Man, it has been great. Uh, awesome weekend. I know you're excited about the Pro Bowl this past weekend. Yeah, Is that Pro right? Bowl, you, yeah, you mean the, the one notch above flag football. I'm not a big Pro Bowl fan myself. I want to see some full, full-on NFL football if, if I take the time to watch. Full contact. Yeah, I, I got to admit, I did not watch any of the Pro Bowl. Uh, seen a few highlights, but yeah, ready for the Super Bowl coming up. You got a you got a dog in the fight, Eagles and Chiefs. Not really, man. I just it's just a time to eat snacks and get together with my life group. That's right. I matter of fact, I asked my wife this past week who was playing in the Super Bowl, and she said um, cheese dip. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, yeah, pigs in a blanket for the win. That's right. That's right. Ready for that Super Bowl food. Hey, but it was a great weekend here at Crossgate, too. Uh, we had our Membership Matters class yesterday, 33 people uh, in the room, I believe, for that. It was incredible uh, time and great services. Just really excited about what the Lord's doing here at Crossgate. Yeah, we had a disaster relief uh, ministry informational meeting yesterday as well, uh, just to kind of see who would be interested in our emerging disaster relief ministry. Uh, which I really believe is is one of the great ministry gospel-centered opportunities out there these days is is meeting people right where they're at in the wake of a of a disaster, and uh, and and not just meeting physical needs but sharing Jesus with them at the same time. And so that's an emerging ministry at Crossgate. I booked the conference room. Not really sure how many people would come out, and we actually had over forty people come out to the uh, disaster relief interest meeting. And the brother from the uh, uh, Arkansas State Convention that came down to really talk to us about the disaster relief training events available, he was blown away. He said, man, I can't believe y'all get that many people come out of this meeting. So it was a great start and a lot of great interest and momentum, and I'm looking forward to getting a lot of our people trained and uh, and plugged into some uh, some ministry opportunities. Yeah, I wasn't able to be in the room, but I walked past, and I I thought I seen some guys headed up to the roof with some pickaxe and uh, and some rope. That's right. Just lower uh, <laughs> some additional people down through the ceiling. It could have happened. That's right. Could have happened. Well, hey, let's uh, let's talk about our topic for the week, um, which is a little interesting, and it's called you know a roadmap, not a menu. Why we need a discipleship plan. So, uh, Phil, years ago, I was talking to a guy at a conference about discipleship, and I heard him say this phrase that discipleship is a roadmap, not a menu. And I thought that was really interesting. And, you know, I asked him to elaborate on that. And what he said is that discipleship is is a journey where we take steps. It's not a menu where we pick and choose and check boxes um, on things that we want to learn necessarily. Um, is, is that your understanding of how discipleship works? Yeah, absolutely. I think... Uh... You know, for too long we have we have somehow categorized Christianity as a task-oriented experience, right? Here's all these things you need to do, and then you need to do this, then you need to do this, and it's all about achieving rather than abiding, which of course is something we've talked a lot about in the last year at Crossgate Church, that ultimately our relationship with the Lord is based on, on abiding in Jesus. We're the branches, He's the vine, versus us somehow ginning up enough uh, sweat equity in the Christian faith 
to, to accomplish things on our own rather than allowing God to accomplish things in and through us. Uh, but in terms of a, a roadmap and, and, and in terms of this, this, uh, you know, this, this walk with Jesus within the context of that relationship, I think it's critical. Uh, you know, it was Pastor Eugene Peterson who famously said that the Christian life is a long obedience in the same direction. And if we're going to be followers of Jesus, then that means, yes, we are going to take steps, right? And that's why we ask every single week, what's your next step? Because at Crossgate Church, we believe everybody has a next step to take with Jesus. Yeah, that's so good. And, it, you know, it's easy to um, to get so caught up in worshiping God with our hands that we forget to give him our hearts. And, you know, I got to be honest, that that's kind of the way that I grew up. It, it was more like, like you said, these are all the things that you have to do uh, rather than an emphasis on being with God um, and then letting our actions flow out of that. So I love, I love that concept. Um, and I love our next step strategy. Obviously, I'm the next steps pastor here. I love that I get to do that. Yeah, you're a little biased, but that's okay. <laughs> you're a little bit biased, yeah. And so when we talk about next steps, um, you know, we our strategy includes, um, you know, making a decision. Um, which obviously you know starts at a decision for Christ uh, to follow Jesus um, or follow Him in baptism um, and uh, joining a group, uh, becoming a member, and then meeting a need. And obviously not limited to those four, but definitely ones we want to highlight in people's lives, right? Yeah, you got to provide some kind of framework. I mean, uh, you don't just say, "Hey, take your next step," and then just randomly, haphazardly, whatever happens, happens. I mean, we we certainly want to point people in the right direction. And to have even those four basic steps under which there are various different ways to walk in them, uh, it's, it's incredibly important. And, you know, it's, it's just having a discipleship plan. Uh, the, the importance of having an intentional discipleship plan is the same thing as having an intentional workout plan. You know, again, one of my favorite scriptures when it comes to discipleship and, uh, and, and training, uh, spiritual training, is found in 1 Timothy 4 uh, in verses... Uh, uh, seven and eight. It says, "Train yourself for godliness, or train yourselves to be godly. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come." And in the original language, uh, basically, what's being said in First Timothy four is, "Go to the spiritual gym." Literally, it's the word "gym" or or "gymnasium," a "gymnasium" in the original. So that. Uh, the English word gymnasium or gym is simply a transliteration of the Greek word for working out physically, but th the Bible says we should be, as followers of Jesus, we should be willing to work out spiritually, and uh, that means actually having a plan. You, I mean, if you just stumble into the gym and knock out a couple reps here and there haphazardly, I mean, you're going to have nothing to show for your efforts, uh, but with a plan in place and, and some intentionality, it's amazing what kind of quote-unquote gains we can see spiritually in our lives. That is so good, and I actually didn't know that about that that word meaning gym, but that that is so uh, relevant. Uh, and you know, being February, the beginning of the year, it's a great time to talk about the gym, right? That's right. I, I went to Planet Fitness a couple of weeks ago um, to talk to them, and man, I couldn't find a place to park. It was so packed out, but I, I guarantee you, if you, you go in a few months, yeah, wait around another <laughs> month, man. You have plenty of parking. That's right, that's right. But that's such that's such a great point, though, um, because there certainly have been times in my life when um, I didn't have a plan, uh, thinking about the gym specifically, and so I did nothing. Um, and it's so easy to do that, or to get discouraged because you don't know what you're doing, and inevitably, you're not going to see results. 
Um, and I would say that's true for our spiritual life as well, because we have to have a specific target that we're aiming for, right? And then a plan to hit the target. Well, broadly speaking, I mean, I think if anyone was to ask me, hey, I want to be a growing follower of Jesus, what are some of the milestones I should be looking for? Well, first of all, you have to be in a, in a position where someone can feed you, and you're going to receive what they're, what they're pouring into you. And that's important, right? But then eventually you want to become a self-feeder, right? Where, where you, you have learned enough and you've gained enough maturity in your faith where you're able to go to the Bible and feed yourself, where you're able to go to other resources and, and feed yourself so that you're not completely dependent on a pastor or a, a Bible teacher or, or whomever or a mentor, right? And then, of course, ultimately, the next milestone, and really, the to me, one of the key marks of, of spiritual maturity is that now you are feeding other people, right? You have come to the place where now you are pouring into other people uh, what God has poured into you and what other people have poured into you. So those are some very clear milestones that I think everyone should be shooting for. Absolutely. And again, that all comes with having an intentional discipleship plan. Um, so when we talk about a plan, Phil, what what would an effective discipleship plan include? What are some of the things that we need to think about when we're putting together this plan? Here's the cool thing, Keith. I mean, so many of the, the principles that would apply, again, going back to 1 Timothy 4, going back to the the physical gym and compared to the spiritual gym, I mean, think about it. Uh, community is critical. That's why That's why at Crossgate we say, you know, there's no way you're going to be, uh, you know, an effective growing follower of Jesus if you're trying to do this all by yourself. That's why we make such a big deal about being part of life groups. Life groups are and always will be the, the cornerstone of biblical community at Crossgate Church. Uh, you've got to have some type of community. And of course, we all know the, uh, you know, the CrossFit folks. I mean, they, you know, they, how do you know someone's doing CrossFit? They'll let you know, right? And, and the fact is, I mean, cross, CrossFit in many ways is, is just as much about community as it is about working out, right? I mean, some people do CrossFit by themselves, but the vast majority of people who do CrossFit are, are always going to the gym with other people. Oh, I do CrossFit with that guy. Oh, yeah, we do the workout of the day together or whatever, right? So a, a community is incredible, incredibly important. Accountability is very important, putting yourself in a situation. We just told our folks at Membership Matters this yesterday. You know, I mean, that's all part of being in the body of Christ is making yourself accountable to other people. And honestly, there, there's something inside of us called the flesh and, and, and that really manifests itself in terms of our pride. And, and account, being accountable is the last thing that the flesh wants because the flesh just wants to do what it wants to do rather than being accountable. Same thing with working out. I mean, if no one's holding you accountable, you're probably not going to be as motivated to get up in the morning and go do some push-ups or whatever, or read your Bible for that matter. Transparency is huge, right? I mean, this putting yourself in a context where you are getting honest with other people, honest with God, and you're not just showing people the happy face at the door to the church, but not that you're spilling your beans to everybody from the platform in front of hundreds and hundreds of people, but every one of us needs a situation where we are, we are being transparent with other people. That's just the basics of being a growing follower of Jesus. Yeah, the community is so, so important. Um, and, you know, when we talk about a disciple, um, you know, we've, we've defined it, you know, a growing follower of Jesus who lives and loves like Jesus and leads others to follow him. So when we're making our plan, we want to be making towards that target, right? So a growing follower of Jesus, what are some things that we should include in our plan to make sure that we're growing personally? Mm. 
Well, first of all, you got to take advantage of some of the opportunities that, that you are presented. You know, we don't expect people just to start from scratch and say, well, here I am, I'm going to feed myself. And, and, you know, it's kind of like having a newborn baby and you just say, okay, baby, go live your life, have a good life. Yeah, good okay. Luck. So, so we, at Crossgate, we, we, we present multiple opportunities for people to become better disciples, right? We're looking for people who are faithful, available, teachable, people who want to grow. And if that's true of somebody, I guarantee you they will find places to grow. And I mean legitimately grow and have some spiritual gains here at Crossgate. Think about Wednesday nights, for example. I mean, I got it. Some people have to work on Wednesday nights or whatever. But man, if, if I was interested in growing as a follower of Jesus, I would do everything I could to be on our campus on Wednesday nights. Thinking about the many different options we have. I mean, in terms of marriage discipleship and men's and women's discipleship and regen and Financial Peace University and student ministry and all of these different opportunities to grow and to have some community in addition to getting a really good meal at Holy Ground. Yeah, one of my favorite meals of the week, honestly. Absolutely, and the price at, is at, right, man. Listen, we're not charging an arm and a leg, boy, but you're going to eat like a king. That's right. That's that's so good in a lot of ways. Uh, so I definitely want to prioritize uh, our own growth in this discipleship plan, but not just our growth, right? So um, a disciple is a growing follower of Jesus who, who lives and loves like Jesus. That you know implies an outward focus and leads others to follow him. So should we include those in our plan as well, Phil? Yeah, absolutely. And again, I mean, we, we, try, to, we try to equip our folks at Crossgate, uh, one, to have that outward focus. And as we told the folks at Membership Matters yesterday, unless we keep that in front of ourselves on a regular basis, we will always revert back to an inward focus. Just taking care of my own thing. I got my own little deal going on. But always Jesus tells us to cast our eyes upon the harvest fields, for they are white unto harvest, as, uh, as Jesus said. So we provide people at Crossgate with some really basic, quite honestly, some very non-threatening opportunities uh, to engage people around them. You know, whether it's as simple as having a neighborhood hangout. Uh, and, uh, I mean, we've, we've got people who went to Membership Matters yesterday who started coming to Crossgate because they went to a neighborhood hangout last summer, right? So that's you start through something simple like that. Pray and Go is still out there. It's a great option just to engage folks and let them know that they're being prayed for by Crossgate Church. Uh, gospel conversations at, at, the, at the most basic level is, is being intentional to invite people to church. And we put things out there that people would want to invite their friends to, right? So, so all that to say, that's the baseline. But my prayer is that it all starts out with us becoming better disciples, which leads to making more disciples, right? And of course, even as we said in our teaching series earlier this year, and we've talked several times before, is that you know it's not so much us trying to gin up the courage to talk to our, our friends and neighbors and family members who don't know Jesus and don't go to church, but it's, Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit, and you do the talking for me. You, you, you be the power that works in and through me that brings me to the point of having that that burden and acting upon the burden for the people around me. Yeah, that's really good. And and honestly, just what you just said, there's there's so much that we can unpack there um, in what that looks like and um, so many different areas. And w we plan on covering a lot of those things specifically um, in the weeks to come. Um, so why don't we talk a little bit about what to expect in the coming episodes and as we unpack some of those things that lead to 
um, us developing this discipleship plan and executing it in our day-to-day life. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and that's one of the great things about this podcast. We don't, we certainly don't feel like we have to hit everything in 20 minutes, right? There's so many different little nuggets out there and so many different slices to the, to the disciple-making pie in a sense. All we're going to do is we're going to hit one slice per podcast, and that, it, it'll take us a while to hit all the different facets of making more and better disciples. But man, there's so much to talk about. Absolutely. So I think coming up, we're going to talk about some essentials for growth. Some of those that you just mentioned, right? So the importance of prayer, Bible engagement, and community, um, those kind of things. Um, and, and kind of the how to do those things. Um, I know we've touched a little bit about having a prayer plan. Um, the here method is great. We talk a lot about that as well. Yeah, man, I tell you, it, when I think back to the, I don't know, the, the top two to three things that have come into my life spiritually over the last, say, three years, uh, I would say the here journal method is is got to be one of the top three things that the Lord has shown me uh, over the last three years that I wish, man, I wish I would have known more about journaling through the here method 25 years ago. It, it would have been a, a game changer for me in so many different ways. I'm fired up about it. One, because, you know, as you know, I'm leading two uh, D groups in addition to the life group we lead. One is on Sunday nights with men from my life group. And then I'm actually kicking off a brand new uh, D group on when- this Wednesday morning at Chick-fil-A uh, with some high school boys. And, uh, and but we've, I've had another group with some high school boys in the past and we did the here journal. Method. I mean, it's just, it is so simple. I love it. I look forward to talking more about it with our listeners. Yeah, and you just cannot beat digging into the Word over some Christian nuggets. Amen. You, well, you, you know, I mean, anything you do at Chick-fil-A is going to be more sanctified. So <laughs> That's you know. right. That's right. Uh, and we'll talk more about D groups, discipleship groups, and what those look like. And um, also want to do some things on evangelism that we've talked about, sharing right. your testimony, how to communicate the gospel, and something that you say all the time making opportunities and taking opportunities. Yep. Uh, what's the difference and why those are important? Uh, so, so excited about what's coming up on the More and Better Disciples podcast. And um, yeah, I hope that uh, our listeners will share and let people know about this because we just want to be a resource to equip the church to make more and better disciples for Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, Phil, well, thank you so much for your time today. Hope you have a great rest of the week and we'll see you next time. God bless, Keith. Thanks, brother. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the More and Better Disciples podcast, a ministry of Crossgate Church in Hot Springs, Arkansas. To learn more, join us on our website, crossgate.org.